Hello and welcome to Elwed Talks, the first podcast about destination weddings in Greece. My name is Tanya, the founder of Elwed Magazine, and I will be your host today. Join me in this new episode where we talk with Sara Hajipavlis, a wedding celebrant of Grecian ceremonies. Like from a movie, Shirley Valentine, Sarah came to Greece for her holidays and never left. Here, she created a life for herself and her family. After many years of working in different sectors, she started in the wedding industry as a wedding celebrant, traveling all over Greece. In this episode, you can get to know Sarah, her work and her story. We touch on some important things which are part of your wedding planning process. We also talk about the ultimate guide on how to get married in Greece, which she prepared for us. And we hope it will help you plan your dream wedding. You can find the full guide on our blog. And now, let's get started. Hello, Sarah, and welcome to Elwood Talks. I'm so happy to have you here and uh, um, to have this conversation with you. We've never actually met, but uh, we featured one article from you uh, in the past in our magazine, which was so informative and so amazing for all the couples that need a wedding celebrant. They should go read it. And for today, we want to talk about a little bit um, how to get married in Greece and uh, to give some um, guidance to the brides that uh, want to come to Greece to get married here and what they can do. But first, uh, would you like to share your story with us a little bit, how you got to become a wedding celebrant and how did you come to Greece? Well, Sanya, thank you very much for having me today. It's really very exciting to be able to have a chat with you, although, as you say, we've never met, but I feel like I already know you. Um, yeah. My name is Sarah Hadjipavli, and I was originally, I was born and brought up in the UK, and I came mm -hmm. on a holiday, a package holiday to Greece back in the late 80s. And for those of mm -hmm. us that are old enough to remember the movie, It's um, basically, my life has been based on the movie Shirley Valentine. I met oh a guy God. in a bar over a couple <laughs> of black Russians, a local Rhodian guy. And a few years later, and there's lots of stories to tell, um, we got married in a Greek Orthodox church on the island of Rhodes. And I have lived in Greece for getting on for 30 years. But I'm very young at heart, Sonia, very young at heart, mm. right? So, um, That's Working in tourism for many, many years, started with um, the Kaha Avis for 10 years, I was the manager in Rhodes, and then I went on to various tourist agencies. Um, I did 10 years with luxury yachts as a VIP concierge, mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. then I even did three years working for TUI as a rep. I was probably the oldest rep mm -hmm. in the world, but that was what I did. And I decided when my kids decided to go off and study in the UK, it was time for me to do something I truly loved. So yeah. I trained as a wedding celebrant. I trained with a company in the UK. And ever since, mm -hmm. I have absolutely loved what I do. So that's, that's, a, that's a very short, um, brief version of me. I live on the island of Rhodes. My husband's a builder. Mm -hmm. We built a house here. We live in an olive grove. And these days, it's two rescue dogs, my Greek husband, and the kids come <laughs> back from time to time. So that's what that's I do. Beautiful. That's beautiful. And um, tell us a little bit more about the wedding celebrant. Uh, how do you do your job and what do you uh, usually do? Because um, it's something that uh, many couples don't know that they can opt for. 
um, in I know in Greek culture, in Greek uh, wedding mm. traditions, it's not so you know perceived to have a wedding celebration. It's not uh, wedding celebrants have been the way to go worldwide yeah. for many years, especially in the states, Australia, Canada. Yeah. Um, they know very well what a wedding celebrant is, and mm -hmm. especially in my home country, the UK, wedding celebrants are trending these days. It's very, very expanding part of the wedding world. And I'm mm -hmm. spending my time trying to uh, educate the wedding planners and the couples that are coming to Greece yeah. about having a wedding celebrant lead their ceremony. Um, because when people choose to go abroad and have a destination wedding, especially in these modern times that we're living in, it's, it's, it's a choice that they're making. And they're making that for a mm -hmm. reason. They've chosen it because mm -hmm. they love it, because they love the blue waters, because... They want to stand up there with their family and friends and bring them all mm -hmm. together to Greece. And a wedding mm -hmm. celebrant is able to write and create a ceremony just for them. Um, it's yeah. not just a script. We don't just show up on the day and read something out. But we're able to mm -hmm. write their personalized story. They can take part. Their kids can take part. And mm -hmm. um, although in the industry in Greece, this is known as a symbolic ceremony, um, yeah. There is mm -hmm. actually really nothing, Sonia, symbolic about it. Um, if you take the, um, the, 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 if you have the thought that when you get married, you sign your marriage documentation, and that is mm -hmm. your marriage, and then the mm -hmm. wedding is the ceremony to celebrate that marriage. So that's what a wedding celebrant can do. You do your paperwork in your own country, if you wish to have the official marriage documentation, <coughs> pop down to your local registry office, no translations required there, and that frees you up to have a unique destination wedding ceremony any time of the day, any place yeah, virtually, absolutely. according to permission. You can't just roll up and have a wedding wherever you want, but according to the mm -hmm. landowner. And, mm -hmm. um, and anyhow, so that's mm -hmm. what um, mm -hmm. that's what I tell my couples, and that's what I, I, I tell what well, I tell the whole of I, I'm always talking about it. So that's what yeah. a wedding celebrant can do. And do you also travel around Greece, for instance? Oh, definitely. Because In fact, to be honest with you, um, most of my weddings, um, the majority of the weddings are away from roads. Although I am very, mm -hmm. very. I'm getting more and more interest now here on the island um, of Rhodes where I'm based. But uh, mm -hmm. my, I would say the majority of the traveling I do is to Athens area. This is where um, really? Athens and the Athenian Riviera would, excuse me, I never yeah. say that Riviera can be, is probably my most mm -hmm. popular request there. But then of course, really? Crete, Halkidiki, next year, Tinos, mm -hmm. Santorini, Mykonos, all these places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And, uh, um, yeah, we should meet one day when you come to Athens, definitely. Definitely. I've got lots of vouchers yeah. from Aegean. I can come anytime. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, what do you suggest for the brides um, that already chose Greece? Uh, how should they decide on the location? From mainland to island, there's so many islands and so many beautiful places to visit and to choose. Like, how could they... Um, just uh, pick one. Well, when you, obviously Greece is a large country made up of many, many small mm -hmm. islands, large islands and a very large mainland. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the social media these days and you see couples talking on the Internet about, you know, we want to get married in Greece. Where should we choose? We want yeah. a beach, etc. Okay. That's not really enough to make a decision. Mm -hmm. 
So um, they need to really think about um, what they're looking for for themselves and their guests when they make their decision. Mm -hmm. So is it all about the budget? Mm -hmm. First of all, is it about the amount of money they're going to spend? Is it about the access to where they're going? Is it about whether there's a local airport for them that flies directly to that particular venue? And what types of venues are on offer for them in that particular area? So it's quite a big decision when they decide where they're going to get married in Greece. As you know, um, Sonia, there are literally hundreds of islands to choose from. Yeah. And I'm not familiar with every Greek island because yeah. there are hundreds. So I, I, I haven't traveled that widely. Mm -hmm. But that you know that's number one is what they need to do is work out firstly with their budget and secondly what type of place is going to be suitable for them and then what time of what time of year mm -hmm. are they planning their mm -hmm. wedding um those are the first three things this is why I wrote this um ultimate guide because I think it's just a way that can help couples think about how mm -hmm. to start and what to consider when they're when they're planning a wedding in Greece. Absolutely, because that's uh, one of the most difficult decisions. Okay, there are some brides that you know originate from those villages or those islands, and obviously that's much easier than uh, much easier choice to do. But um, true destination couples or tourist couples that uh, want to come here and get married you know, maybe they want to experience something else, like not only Santorini or Mykonos or some of those more popular islands, but something different, something unique. So, yeah, it's uh, very difficult to choose from <laughs> so many of hundreds of islands. And absolutely, as you That's said, right. it's very uh, important um, right. when are you getting married because some islands could close down in the winter or be less operational or... Um, not even accessible maybe um, so yeah that is a very good point that's right um, we have to you know as, as life goes forward and travel and everything mm -hmm. is changing it's a very mm -hmm. fluid situation in the world right now and we have to as suppliers and people that are working mm -hmm. to talk about destination weddings in Greece we have to start, start to think a little bit outside of the box because there are many couples yeah, that absolutely. don't only want to get married in the summer months Um, and of course, you know, as you just said, the islands are often only accessible yeah. with direct flights yeah. during the summer, like it is in Rhodes. I mean, the main mm -hmm. flights are from May until the end of October. But Athens, mm -hmm. Athens mm -hmm. is a Absolutely. beautiful city. You know that. It's got all the history. It has the Acropolis, it's Parthenon, the amazing Acropolis Museum. And they can get out from there with their guests to visit the site of Delphi, yes. Mycenae, Epidavros. They can even yeah. spend a weekend in the monasteries of Meteora, but they could mm -hmm. book a villa and have a wedding off season. And, you know, um, that's, that's the type of thing mm -hmm. I'm talking about, in addition to, you know, the standard um, couples that want to come in the summer months, etc. But, um, you know, Athens has it all. We've got lovely hotels, beautiful yeah. villas, wonderful venues, you know that. And great yeah, weather and most of the time. That's absolutely something that, right? that uh, um, with LW, we want to promote the off-season weddings, let's say, all year-round weddings in Greece. And also the landlocked locations, uh, as you said, Athens, Thessaloniki, uh, you know, more central Greece is also very beautiful. Peloponnese, uh, you know, absolutely gorgeous locations. And as you said, at, if you're staying in Athens, you have 20 minutes around or thir or one hour or three hour drive and you are in, you know, you have visited most of Greece. That's right. I mean, there could be nothing more beautiful than having your 
destination wedding in a beautiful yeah. Greek village in an olive grove with the mountain views in the back and perhaps the sea views to the front. We have so much to offer. I think Greece is probably the one of the best destination places yes, in, in Europe to choose for a wedding because there's so much variety. Isn't that not right? I mean, you know that there's such a variety of places. It may be difficult to find yours but uh, because there's so much choice. But uh, there's so many places to choose. Yes. And as Greek weddings, they go on year round. And we have, you know, I, I got married in the late summer and had a wedding in November. And couples yes. get married, local couples yes, get married absolutely. all year round. Why not You're destination so right. couples too? So um, what are the ways that somebody can get married in Greece? Can you elaborate a little bit on this? Like on this? Well, this is part of my part of my ultimate guide. Now, like myself, mm -hmm. I had a Greek Orthodox religious wedding in a Greek Orthodox church. Um, my husband is a practicing Greek Orthodox, oh, yes. and I did various paperwork back in the day, um, which which was mm -hmm. including baptism certificates mm -hmm. to allow us to have a Greek Orthodox wedding. But on the whole, a Greek Orthodox wedding is is really only for couples mm -hmm. who are of Greek or mm -hmm. Orthodox faith, with few exceptions. Uh, and that would be officiated by the local priest in Greek and paperwork requirements really vary mm -hmm. according to um, the area. Um, next of all would be for the destination wedding market as uh, a standard that most wedding planners would be um, promoting and selling is the standard civil wedding. And this is um, what I would say the majority of couples up until now are choosing mm -hmm. because they don't really know that they have any other choice, but they That's a stand, like in, in your own country, whether you come from the UK or any other place in Europe, you have a registry office style wedding, but you have it overlooking the beautiful mm -hmm. blue waters or the Caldera in Santorini or here in Lindos on the end of Rhodes, or you have it at the beautiful Calathea Springs again where I'm based. This would be a wedding where you give all the paperwork that's required, um, which you have translated mm -hmm. into Greek, officially stamped. And your ceremony will be um, officiated by normally the local registrar, mm -hmm. quite often the local mayor. And um, that's a standard civil wedding. It's a generic script. Um, it's, uh, it can be mm -hmm. translated from Greek by your wedding planner. And you will find the local register on the day most often. And in most places, as far as I'm aware, you will pop to the registry office a couple of days later in the town hall, most often that is in, in the area, and sign your documentation. So that is what is the standard way to go for the majority of, let's say, um, couples choosing a wedding in Greece, because that's mm -hmm. what the wedding planners are selling on the whole. And then there are, that's, so that's really number two. And then we have what we mm -hmm. call, as I already mentioned, a symbolic wedding. So this is for couples who either cannot do the paperwork for some mm -hmm. reason because they're from a country that's not recognized, or therefore LGBTQ couples where sadly the local legislation mm -hmm. for legal marriage mm -hmm. in Greece is not there. So they, they go for the symbolic ceremony. But we have two options with a symbolic ceremony. This can be officiated by once mm -hmm. more the local registrar or the mayor, in mm -hmm. which case it's a very similar version to the standard mm -hmm. civil wedding. Maybe the wording's a little different because they don't sign any official documentation on the day. Or in my case, it can be officiated by mm -hmm. a wedding celebrant like myself and like any other wedding celebrant mm -hmm. that exists in Greece or elsewhere. 
And in which case, their symbolic wedding can be personalized just for them. And as I already mentioned, without repeating myself, it's, there's no time limits. It's all for them. They can participate. It can be held anywhere. Mm. There's no um, reg venue reg um, uh, restrictions. They can have it in their villa. They can have it on a yacht. They can have it poolside. They can have it on, on in an olive grove. So those are really the three ways um, of get to Greek Orthodox, the standard mm -hmm. civil wedding, and the symbolic okay, that's, wedding. Okay, uh, yeah, that's um, very nice uh, of you to have put all these things together. Um, <sighs> and uh, before, when you said for the civil wedding, that usually, uh, the, which vary from place to place and from town hall to town hall, but uh, some don't go, uh, don't like to go out of the town hall, and they have the wedding has to happen in the small office of the local town hall. Uh, do your couples that experience this opt for a second ceremony that is more personal and tailored for them? Some, some people have this uh, amazing thing. They really want to sign their marriage documentation yeah. on the day. And that's understandable. That's a mindset. And so, of course, as a wedding celebrant in certain areas of Greece, we can work alongside a registrar if they're flexible. So often, as you know, Sonia, the registrar or the mayor will go out to certain wedding venues. Yes, not, not all the yeah. civil ceremonies are held in the office. Um, you know, they Absolutely, go out to yeah. beautiful venues in Santorini and roads and places, and they will do this ceremony. But not all couples just want the simple script. So if they are absolutely mm -hmm. set on having mm -hmm. the official paperwork done on the day, then it's absolutely no reason yeah. why a celebrant can't work with the local registrar they can do the official paperwork mm -hmm. and the couple can have the unique ceremony but on the whole these couples that mm -hmm. I work with don't really choose that because they don't want for them the wedding is the wedding yeah. it doesn't matter yeah. that the papers are signed mm -hmm. or not signed on the day because it's their wedding <clears throat> day they're having their ceremony they're standing up with their family and friends exchanging beautiful vows exchanging rings we tell their story and it's full of love and emotion and that's their day. It doesn't matter when they sign the paperwork or not. So on the whole, 90% of the time, I just do the ceremony and they've already done this type of um, registration. In so their how own does country. your ceremony that's, that's usually look like? Oh, that's a, that's a question. Oh, my goodness. Every ceremony is different. Um, every couple is different and mm -hmm. they can be absolutely classic if they wish um if they want to have the standard you know they it's a bride and groom they come mm -hmm. in the bride with her dad and they come down an aisle and they have um they have an there's an introduction and then there may be a few words on marriage and then maybe there might be a mm -hmm. family member to, uh, have a reading or something and i must point mm -hmm. out at this point i'm an independent celebrant and which means that if there is a couple that wishes to have mm -hmm. a little of their faith included they can so if they want yeah. religious elements, I'm not a priest, but on the other hand, I'm a spiritual Absolutely. human. They can have it, um, religious readings. Last summer, I did a mixed cere um, faith mm -hmm. ceremony, and we had words from the Quran, uh -huh. and we had words from the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so they can have that, but it's not in a, it's most of the type, most of the way the ceremony is more mm -hmm. symbolism than religion. But having said all mm -hmm. of that, it's, mm -hmm. it's up mm -hmm. to them what they want. So um, that's um, that's the type of thing it is. So yes, it can be classic or it can mm -hmm. be totally non-traditional. And when I'm saying non-traditional, I mean non-traditional. <laughs> we can hold it in the water. We can hold it at sunset. They can have yeah. a ceremony at 7 a.m. as the sun is rising and they can have a breakfast um, oh. to celebrate 
directly afterwards. Um, you know, these these types of things is what. Um, and how do you usually work with a couple? Uh, let's say some couple contact you, and then what? How do you proceed? Well, normally they send me an email and say they already say, "Oh, well, Sarah, you know, we kind of like you." Already. I mm-hmm. I do a lot of um chat about mm-hmm. weddings mm-hmm. in Greece on on Facebook lives and things like that. So normally they find me with an email or on one of the directories and or on Google and they send me an email and immediately I set up a meeting with them either these days on Zoom, WhatsApp mm-hmm. or Skype and we have a chat. And um, at that point, it's their chance to ask me any questions they may have about their ceremony and to see if they like me. Because really and truly, that's the most important thing. It's the most important thing is if they like me, because to have somebody stand mm-hmm. up at your wedding, whether it be an elopement, just a couple, or a 350-person yeah, wedding, absolutely. it's got to be the right person. These types of people, they want the person that's a good fit for them. So that's what I always say. You choose. You, you see if you like me. You talk to as many celebrants as you like. And you choose the one that's right for you. So we have a chat. Um, and uh, then hopefully they choose me. They don't always choose me, but hopefully they choose me. They ask me any, um, I ask them questions about their venue, the times, et cetera, et cetera, and what they're looking for. And uh, once they choose me, then we go through a process of learning over the period of time. I basically mm-hmm. stay with them on their wedding planning journey. I, 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 you know, I'm old and wise. I'm there for for support, I speak the local language. So if they need help because they're perhaps planning their own wedding, which is sometimes the case, or they want help to um, communicate with suppliers, etc., mm-hmm. then I'm there for them during the process. And then um, I learn their story by sending them a few forms. They fill in as much or as little as they mm-hmm. like. We have endless meetings if necessary on online. And um, for example, the other day here really? in Rose, I met a bride. She actually flew here to meet me. Um, because she was having a wedding next summer yeah. she was it was a cancelled wedding from this year she wasn't sure what she wanted to do she was so disappointed and then she came we had a meeting actually on the yeah. island that's unusual we don't normally do that but um that was great it was actually lovely Absolutely. to have that type yeah. of thing because it's yeah. more difficult yeah, on yeah, a virtual yeah. chat you know what I mean um but. so uh most of your weddings where do they happen like we have many different venues from uh Timata to into <laughs> well um i would say probably probably it's difficult to say where the mm-hmm. most because they're very very varied um mm-hmm. villas are very high on the list um mm-hmm. beach ceremonies are very very popular and then not only that then of course i mean i've become starting to get a little traction from Santorini mm-hmm. with some of their beautiful wedding venues. In fact, you spoke to oh, one of my couples on one of your previous podcasts. It was Gabriel yeah. and um, Alexi- Alexis. They're one of my yeah. couples. They're getting married at Vertsanos Winery. That's good. I'm their celebrant, and um, they chose me for Santorini. Yeah, yeah I, I re- I, that, they're a lovely couple, but, you know, they've had, yeah. they they have have a big phone until next September. So... <laughs> It's a very um, obviously yeah. she 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 as a bride has Greek heritage, so for them it's it's very important for her that she had she didn't want mm-hmm. a um, simple generic script. She wanted something where they tell their story. Mm-hmm. Brazil meets Greece mm-hmm. with lots of sparkles of Greece. That's what she chose, and that's why we're working together. And now for next year in, in on Santorini, so wedding venues. I mean anywhere really, but it could be just a couple alone, Sonia, on their own an elopement. Um, that's a very emotional, wonderful experience oh, yeah. to be a celebrant chosen for an elopement style wedding because, you know, you become very much part of 
part of their process, part of their life. And I mean, it's it's a very special experience. And I, you know, I, I can only explain it in this way. I, I did an elopement, one of my first weddings when I got started. Young couple, they came with their baby to the Island of Rhodes. We had a ceremony and it was lovely. And they, they, they both shed a tear, but it, they were over the moon. And when I left, oh. I stopped for a coffee and I cried. That's how emotionally connected I felt. I, I was yeah. just, the emotion came flying out. And so this is what a wedding celebrant has to be. Somebody who creates emotion and is there on their special day. And it doesn't really matter where that would be, whether it's at a venue, which is, as I mentioned in my guide, mm -hmm. exclusive, like a villa or a beach taverna, or whether it's um, a standard venue, like, you know, the venues in Santorini and Mykonos or the mm -hmm. hotels where they've got a slot yeah. or whatever like that. It doesn't matter. You've still got to be... Um, it's a very different mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. um, the standard civil service. And do you usually work with a wedding planner? Uh, and if there is a wedding planner, how do you work together? I love working with a wedding planner. I think mm -hmm. wedding planners are the way to go. I, I do say this to almost every couple. Yeah. I'm very, I'm not going to mention names, but I have got some lovely weddings yeah. coming up with some fantastic wedding planners in Athens. Um, and I, I do work with wedding planners. In fact, we did a... Um, for another um, wedding that has been uh, re rescheduled, mm -hmm. the couple was from Canada. Mm -hmm. And what did we do? It's now for next year, it's going to be in Crete in Hanya in May. But the wedding planner oh, and I, we did a virtual yeah. ceremony for this couple online mm -hmm. on the date that they were supposed to have their wedding. And she was there, the couple was there. And we had a little sort of micro wedding on the internet. And um, yeah, so I work with the wedding planners. I'm, I communicate with them at all times. Uh, I, I, I step in if it's necessary. I help out on the day if I can, because mm -hmm. of course I'm quite experienced and got lots of local, you know, information. So yes. And um, yeah, so I love to work with wedding planners and I keep in touch, but I always tell them the same thing. Whatever you do, don't yeah. send me a couple yeah. without me yeah. meeting them. I have to meet the couple. I can't work with somebody. Absolutely. Yeah, just book me and you, they don't know who I am mm -hmm. because it has to be their choice. So I always ask wedding planners, if any wedding <laughs> planners listen so. to this podcast, <laughs> Always ask to meet. <laughs> always ask to meet your couple to meet the celebrant, so that they can also choose for themselves. We're not, as you know, there are a number of celebrants in Greece and you know elsewhere. So yes, it has to be a personal choice. In this case, it's not about the package and the money. It's about the choice mm -hmm, of that mm -hmm. couple if they're looking for that Absolutely. style of wedding. And uh, when we're talking about um, weddings and you know that have been postponed now to the next year how do you see about wedding trends in greece evolving like many wedding trends have also now been postponed since absolutely um <laughs> you know i think that um during the periods of lockdown that the kind of the world is in and even now at this point in time there are parts of the world that are suffering very badly from this covid this covid situation Couples are looking more, with more and more detail about how they want to plan their weddings, where they want to plan their weddings. And I think that although we've all been so badly hit by this terrible situation, this pandemic, couples will want to have more yeah. personalized yeah. types of weddings, more special. Yes, we all agree that there may be more elopements and more micro weddings. That's mm. obviously a fact because people will worry for a while to travel with some elder guests. But Certainly, there is. Um, the thing mm -hmm. is, I think that they're going to look more and more about. It's been a big reality check for all of us. We've had to sort of 
sit up and think, oh my goodness, you know, what do we think? I mean, for me now, looking out yeah. of my little office here, looking at the olive grove, I think to myself how lucky I am to live in Greece. And couples the same, they will choose mm -hmm. Greece for a different reason than they did before, because they want that perfect day, they want to show their love to each other. So I think we will have more and more mm -hmm. types of weddings that are more unique. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. we'll have a lot of elopements, definitely, where the couple will choose to um, come on their own or with very small amount of family and friends. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mm -hmm. mean to say it can't be truly special. And those types of weddings um, mm -hmm. are going to be something that is trending. Um, but on, um, but on, definitely, that's um, well. That's really what I think. I don't know. It's always difficult to tell. I mean, I mm -hmm. just booked another very large wedding in Athens for next year. Um, only a couple of days ago, people yeah. are looking long and hard about what they truly want, and I think that's going to make. I think that's going to make yeah, more people come to Greece to get married. Sonia, not less. I think and more that, people are going to come. I'm sure well, of, of course, it. Greece Absolutely, is one of because, the safest countries yeah. so far uh, to travel to. Uh, because they took such uh, great measures and people were careful until now. We will see how it will be after the summer. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Because, of course, Greece is a country with its um, economy being such as it is. It shut down early. Um, the measures even now are still holding. Yeah. And we have tourism. We have people visiting Greece right now we cross our fingers we cross <laughs> our toes we cross everything and we hope that this will carry on and the confidence will come back so mm -hmm. yes Greece will be high on the list for destination and also I think it's like the easiest to travel to um, as you before said for within Europe and even for other destinations it's not so difficult to get to um, definitely. Um, you're right there. As I say, we, we mentioned it earlier on that a lot of couples yeah. in the States or Australian places have Greek heritage and they yeah. want to come back to Greece because, yeah, yeah, the granny yeah. lives there or mama lives there or something. So they want to come to Greece. Absolutely. Nothing is going to stop these couples coming yeah. once yeah. the travel opens up from their destination. And then, as, as you say, in Europe, we have, mm -hmm. you know, we have flights, inexpensive, um, cheap budget mm -hmm. flights mm -hmm. coming in and out from all over Europe. So, yes, and yeah, I, don't, I talk yeah. about the UK market because that's my <laughs> thing, but it's not only UK. We're talking not about really, Belgium, yeah. Germany, France, yeah. uh, all these places. Why not Greece? We have, we have so much for them to, to offer here because it's not yeah. only the beaches and the beautiful exactly. temperatures, exactly. but it's also the history yeah. of the country, the traditions. And the fact mm. that the Greek people yes. are so welcoming and so loving and the society is so children and yeah. family based that people yeah. will choose Greece just for that very reason. That's, mm -hmm. that's what I believe. Many people talk to me mm -hmm. about the fact that they want to have a wedding to include their children because in the modern world, yes. second time around weddings, yes. there's often families coming together, kids. And for them, it's more important to have the kids take oh. part than actually say their vows to each other. So I think we're going to see a lot of that as time goes on because yes. everybody's had a very big reality check with this year. And also an awful lot mm -hmm. of time to look on the mm -hmm. internet and research what they want. Um, I noticed that for a fact there are a lot of people looking right now, talking on all the chat groups and everything else to say, you know, weddings and where should we go mm -hmm. and how can we do it and give me your advice and all this type of thing. So, yes, yeah, definitely. I think we're looking. I'm feeling very positive yeah, about too. the future. I, I think it will be... Um, Greece will do. We'll have more and more weddings, and ideally, yeah, not I believe only so too. Month, and also, Greece great. has grown so much in the last couple of years um, in the tourism and hospitality industry. And it has, it, I mean, the standards are just so high comparison to some other 
uh, warmer countries uh, that are also like uh, destination uh, holiday countries, let's say. Yeah. The standards are amazing. The wedding planners are, there are such a wonderful range. This is where I wanted to, so this is not so much about talking about what I can do, what but it's, it's also yeah, talking about the local suppliers yeah. in Greece. And as you know for yourself, we have some wonderful local suppliers in Greece. We have the wedding plans, mm. okay, of all styles and types, for all budgets, large companies, small companies, yeah. one-man yeah. bands, whatever. You choose your wedding planner according to your budget, according to the area that you're going to be having your wedding in. But it's not only these people, it's also the local photographer, the guy that grew up in Santorini, that knows where the best spot is for that photograph because he used to play there football when he was going to school. Or the the florist that has been working with weddings for years and years Mm -hmm. who knows exactly the right flowers for your wedding. The cake makers that make the speciality cakes Mm -hmm. that are all Greek with the Greek traditions. And all these people that put together the as your you know your suppliers list um there are there are some magnificent selection of fabulous suppliers in all areas of Greece whether you choose uh, mm-hmm. we talked so we talked about Santorini a few times yeah. but in my local area we have some beautiful little islands where um you can have a little wedding where I mean I mentioned mm-hmm. a few of them mm-hmm. um Tilos, for example um Kalimnos uh, as I call it the land of the Ops but uh, um, small places, Simi, Halki, my favorite little island yeah. where there's only one shop, right? So this is not for couples that want to go and to the designer boutique, but they want to enjoy Greece for what it really is, which is a beautiful, lovely, I mean, it's an, it's an inspiring country and it doesn't matter um, that there are no shops in Halki because these people, they mm-hmm. want to say their vows just looking at the blue water and go and have a lovely dinner in a traditional Greek taverna. That's that, that type of thing. And so, so um, yeah, yeah. That's, so I which mean, is that's your favourite location I, I, you know, for destination yeah. wedding in Greece? One of these... Yeah. Oh my goodness! Well, I don't know. I, I love to go uh-huh. out to. I love going to Athens. I have to admit, I really, really do. And I've done a few mm-hmm. weddings down in Lagonisi area, and I do. I have to admit that um, I did. I do love that because for me, it's one flight off. I go, and then I can combine mm-hmm. it with a bit of a visit to Athens. But um, I, I love that, and also um, I, I do love much as I love to officiate a small wedding yes. or an elopement because I'm an emotional human, I'm rather keen on being the centre of attention at a huge wedding as well. So I do also act as master of ceremonies, <laughs> all right? You haven't met me yet, but I'm quite, I'm quite a character. So I do love to be Amazing. very much part of the day. So yes, out, on the, out in the countryside with one of those beautiful, lovely venues on, out on the Athenian Riviera, or um, yeah, or in a yeah. villa in, in, in Crete. It doesn't matter, but for me... It's all about entertaining mm-hmm. the family and friends, making sure that everything is absolutely perfect on the day because mm-hmm. it's their wedding yes. day. You can't mess it up. And um, making sure that everybody from all sides of the families and things like that is um, happy and over the moon with the ceremony. And when it's finished, they come away and they say, oh, yep. Sarah, that was just so great. That makes my day. That's, that's it. So I love going out into Athens. But... My business has only been going since 2018, so I haven't, yeah. I mean, I'm booked all over Greece for now next year. I have a lot of weddings booked, but mm-hmm. um, I haven't mm-hmm. been to some of these places yet, so I cannot speak with amazing experience about hundreds of venues yeah. in, in all the different mm-hmm. areas that I'm going to in Greece, but um, I can't wait. 
to like get out and about and um, go out to visit. For example, I've never been to the little island of Tinos where I'm oh, next year, which is a villa complex overlooking the sea. Um, you know, so yeah. Um, yeah and absolutely, that's, that's as you said, you know, and this is one of the reasons for Elwed is to show all of these little places and amazing locations and all of these different weddings that are possible in Greece and all of the amazing vendors that Greece has to offer. As you said before, um, I said this almost on every podcast, but it's true because I've worked with so many and local yeah. and international people that do love Greece, mm-hmm. that come to Greece because they love Greece and they have an order to it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, as you said, it's uh, absolutely true. And it's... Well, I strongly recommend that people use as many yeah. local vendors as possible because they are the ones with the local experience. Not yeah. to say that you can't yeah. use a wedding planner from your own country, but these people normally work with absolutely. a wedding planner locally anyhow. But to use as many vendors as you can. We have beautiful, fabulous musicians, don't we? I mean, you know that. I mean, you know, there's nothing more beautiful than, you know, the country violinist playing as you're walking up the aisle or the harpist playing as you're overlooking the, you know, the sea mm-hmm. views or the, the, all the various people, even the makeup artists, the hairstylists and all this, they are professionals and they will give you the best look ever there is absolutely Absolutely. no need to fly one in um because we've got plenty of people on the ground whether it be a small island like i mentioned tiny little rock or whether it be in a Mm. great big fancy wedding island um you know or somewhere like crete we have them everywhere for all styles for all absolutely you're so right just a little bit of a research you know and uh, to to check what fits with each couple and you can find anything you want in Greece I'm sure of that so is there is there one question yeah, that almost every client asks you yeah. what question do they ask me um, normally I would suppose they say they say well you say that you're a celebrant but what mm-hmm. will our ceremony be like that's normally it's kind of the first question they'll say because I say uh, my first question is what do you have in your mind for your ceremony Mm -hmm. is my normally my first question to any couple even on the very first meeting because always a bride or a bride and a bride we have to talk about the LGBTQ couples also and the grooms and the grooms these everybody who's chosen to get married Mm -hmm. has a vision of what that should be they mm-hmm. had that from the very, very beginning, maybe from when they were very young. Mm-hmm. How I did when I got, I didn't have what I actually expected. When I had my Greek yeah. wedding, I understood nothing <laughs> of my wedding. It was in a Greek Orthodox church. It was not what I'd expected, but we did have a second mm-hmm. version in, in the UK, which mm-hmm. was much more what I was planning. So you have something in your mm-hmm. mind as mm-hmm. to how you want to have it. So it's mostly, it's, this question is really that. It's, um, you know, what is your ceremony? How is your ceremony going to be? And then that's, that's really the first, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. the most important Absolutely. thing. So for the last question, what advice would you give to all couples who want to get married in Greece? Well, first of all, you do have to do a lot of research because there is so mm-hmm. much information out there. But once you've found the idea of where you really think, or you find yourself two or three options of where you might like to get married, whether it be on the mainland, as you mentioned, in the Peloponnese, whether it wants to be up north in Thessaloniki, Halkidiki, or whether you want to choose an island like Rhodes or Crete, find the time of year, find one or two or three places, and then find yourself a wedding planner. Mm -hmm. That's what I recommend. Find yourself a wedding planner. They are worth their weight in gold. They will then Mm -hmm. be able to advise you. Work out your budget. That's number one, because, of course, there's no point talking to venues and places that are outside your budget. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of disappointment. 
Work mm -hmm. out the money that you can spend. Find three options of places yeah. that you'd quite like to get married. Perhaps three wedding planners to talk to, because I, I strongly recommend that you talk to your wedding yeah. planner, not just by email. Have a chat yeah. with them like I do with my couples. Chat to them on, on the internet. Talk to them so you see what type of people they are, because it's important that your wedding mm -hmm. planner resonates with you as well. So, um, yes, do that first. And then once you've got your wedding planner, then everything will start to fall into place. That's, That's amazing. Uh, and yes, I so agree. You have to get uh, the right people that you resonate with, that you work can work with together and that you just feel the vibe. Like there's no point in hiring somebody or, you know, pushing through if you see that you two are not going to hit along together at the beginning. Like then why, you know, the whole wedding will be ruined just because of this dynamic. Absolutely. I mean, I've, you know, as I say it, every time I write another article, yeah. find somebody that resonates with you, yes. somebody that communicates as fast as possible, because that's so important. If mm -hmm. you have a question and let's say it's November, OK, your wedding's booked for midsummer, but you're a bride or a groom and you're somewhere and you want to ask something. Mm -hmm. You want someone that responds to you anytime. OK, they don't expect yes. to respond in two seconds, yeah, but exactly. within a reasonable period of time, they come back to you. You know what I mean. And, it, you know, that's what you need. You mm -hmm. need somebody who's going to be with you through the worries and stresses of planning a wedding. Yeah. It's not so simple, even if you plan a, a, a small wedding, you know. And we should also mention couples that don't want to use a wedding planner because there are couples out there that are planning their own wedding. And that's nothing wrong with mm -hmm. that. Maybe they're very efficient and they know a lot of things locally and they can do that. Very big advice there. Get somebody locally mm -hmm. to coordinate mm -hmm. the wedding day. Because you don't really want to be worrying about, is the musician there? Are your guests seated? Can you do it all on your own? Is your venue set mm -hmm. up on your wedding day? Don't economize. Even if you don't have a wedding planner, you've got your set of suppliers. Get somebody to be a coordinator for yes. you who will make sure that that all works during the day. Um, I, mm -hmm. I'm not a coordinator. I'm a celebrant. But somebody else who would be Absolutely. the person for you mm -hmm. that will make sure that you can have the best day of your yes. life. Because that's what it is. It's your wedding, you know. You don't want to be running around chasing, yeah. chasing where the chairs are. You're so right. <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you don't want to be facing with those challenges. No, it's you know, it's not. There's economy and economy, and I wouldn't take yeah. that economy. It's not. It's not worth it. So definitely. Okay, it was lovely <laughs> chatting with you. And now, if somebody wants to get in touch with with you, where can they find you? Well, first of all, they've got to be ready to chat if they want to get in touch with me. So I love a chat. Um, I have obviously, my company is named Grecian Ceremonies because I perform ceremonies all with a little bit of, I call it a little love bit it. of Greek sparkles. I love mm -hmm. Greek traditions. So it's Grecian Ceremonies. Um, my website is www.grecianceremonies.gr. I am everywhere on the internet. I am on Facebook under Grecian Ceremonies. I'm on Instagram, Grecian Ceremonies. I'm on Pinterest. I have a YouTube channel um, where you can see me even talking in a pink hat. Um, yeah, so I'm all over the show. So that's where you can find me either by email or send me a message to any of those um, types of um, social media sites and I will respond pretty quickly. That's my style. And Anybody that wants to talk about anything to do with weddings, whether it be my, me as a celebrant performing their wedding or if they want some local information. Sometimes mm -hmm. couples ask me because I'm on various different Facebook pages, you know, what's your advice? I'm very happy to give advice, especially during the situation we yes. find ourselves in now where most of my weddings, the majority have been moved 
um, I'm ready and willing to help mm-hmm. anybody along the way to their wedding. And um, so they're happy. I'm happy to respond to anybody, whether it's um, business for me or not. Okay, thank you so much for coming to Elwood Talks. It was amazing talking to you about all of these things. And uh, um, your guide is going to be on our blog where everybody can find it and read it and go through it. And all of these informations <laughs> and links are going to be there too. So um, that was uh, very, very inspirational and informational. And I hope all the brides can get some knowledge out of this and uh, you know to plan their perfect wedding Sonia thank you so much for having me um your your magazine is amazing I I I found when I was published by you last year I was I was very inspired and I really really hope that this will be of use to couples um choosing grief for their special day it's really all about um, community yeah. over competition. I think that's what the yeah. Greeks have to think about. This is what it is. We are a community. We're not competing against each other. Mm-hmm. Everybody has everybody has their position in the market, mm-hmm. whether they choose me as a celebrant or they choose mm-hmm. somebody else as a wedding planner. We all have a Absolutely. place, a part to play. And this is what this is all about. Community over competition. And um, yes, yeah. I wish everybody Little. luck. Let's hope we all stay safe. And thank you very, very thank much for having me Thank you for coming. Today. Have a lovely day. And you, yes, I look forward to meeting you. Okay, sometime yeah. soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to Elwed Talks. I hope you found this show helpful and inspirational. You can subscribe and listen to Elwed Talks on some of your favorite platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and many more. Head over to elva.com slash podcast to find out more. If you found this episode helpful, feel free to leave a review or a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your chosen platform. If you are planning your wedding in Greece, make sure to download our Elwed magazine filled with resources and inspirational advice at elwed.com slash magazine. Or follow us on our socials for instant inspiration at ElwedMag. On the other hand, if you just want to share your thoughts about this episode, ask a question or want to be on our next show, you can leave us a voice message on Anchor or head over to elwed.com slash podcast to get in touch. This podcast was brought to you by Elwed.